This is SG Fun, a Stargate podcast. Episode did we watch again? <laughs> episode five of season two. Hey Sarah. Hey Tori. You know it's been a long time since I've done cocaine. Oh shit! But I feel like I, I got a little hit with this episode. Oh. <laughs> I got some phantom cocaine high with this episode. <laughs> Just by watching Daniel. Just by watching Michael Shanks. Yeah. Yep, our 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 mutual our mutual pal was also like that looks a lot like Coke. <laughs> <laughs> a lot like Coke. Coke mixed with monster energy drink. Yeah, I think there was another comment about it looking a little bit like overacting. Oh, ah, oh, what we talk about? I disagree. <laughs> disagree. <laughs> I, I'm in well, love with Michael Shanks now. He's the best. He he's can, your second crush he of the do. of the series. That's right. Well, third crush. Wait. Yeah. You got a crush on Carter as well? What? No, 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 no. Glasses. MacGyver. Glasses. What are you talking about? Oh, you got a crush <laughs> on glasses? That's not crush. That's re- that's just just respect. That's just respect. That's just. <laughs> yeah. Crushes are like what inherently disrespectful, maybe. I don't know. <laughs> That's something that we could we could, I don't know, unravel, uh, unpeel. Yeah, there's peel? a logical system behind it. Yeah, sure. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> uh, but we should really get started with this and uh tell everybody what's up. Okay, well, I know that oh, before I say anything, I'll say my name, right? I forget that I'm Sarah. I don't forget that I'm Sarah, but I do forget to tell people. I am almost done binging all of this show midway through season 10. Wow. And I didn't see the movie until after we'd we'd done all of season one. But now that's where I'm at. Uh, Yeah. And I'm Tori and uh, I'm watching this one step at one week at a time. I'm I'm keeping, keeping a, keeping it, keeping it. uh, Yeah. In the dark. Uh, yeah, moving, I just don't forward. do delayed gratification. Mm-hmm. Oh, and this is Stargate SG Fun, uh, an, a, yeah. a comfort Stargate podcast. So welcome, yes. everybody. Uh, new listeners, uh, old listeners, boomers, zoomers, everybody in between. Yeah, mostly Gen X. Probably. Probably. Like yeah. old Gen X. <laughs> you, neither of us are old Gen X. No, no, no. And in fact, someone called me a Nexennial, and I'm like, fuck off. Yeah, well, it's a made-up generation, so don't worry about it. Awesome. Not like the other ones that are not made up. That's right. (laughs) (laughs) Well, people do treat it like it's some kind of government-issued thing, and not like like there's a hard and fast rule for the years. People argue it that way. Just put it on the birth certificate. That'd be sweet. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and we should celebrate. We should celebrate when a new generation starts, you know? Like, oh, yeah. Ah, 
uh, yeah, no, that that that's what that's what we that's what we need. And speaking of need, that's the title of this episode, season two, episode five, directed by David Worry Smith, one of the staples, and written by Robert Cooper. All right. Who I have no context for. Cooper is a cool name. <laughs> Often, if you get the name Cooper, you get to be called Coop. Koopa. I thought this episode was called Bitch Bye. Um, <laughs> Bitch Bye. Bitch Bye. Bitch Bye. <laughs> or Kalosh One's Hole. That, that's from, that's not mine. I stole that from our, from our friend. Um, Kalosh One Hole? What? One's Hole. Oh. <laughs> keep it. Because when they said one, one soul... It oh. sounded like one's whole. Oh, okay. To some of some people. Good job, Chris Judge. Yeah, to some some people in the room. Yeah, no. At the begin, uh, towards the uh, the first third of the episode, I, I thought it was going to be called Daniel Jackson's awkward dinner party conversation. <laughs> but as it moved on, I I, uh, I think the title changed to uh, Daniel Jackson becomes Daniel Chadson. Ha ha! Or how about Daniel Jackson? world's worst friend <laughs> all right well all right well let's oh 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 there's the alarm oh, oh no man yeah my turn the schedule says uh it's my turn to summarize this entire episode in 24 seconds or the mountain blows up we'll have to be put into the sarcophagus and then we'll come out uh with a new addiction yeah but with perfect eyesight Oh, that'd be great. You better save us. I'm ready. Go. All right. So the gang uh, is on a planet. Daniel sees a woman run away. He saves her, but then they get captured by some Jaffa. There's a dude there. He's not Jaffa, but he acts like one. They go to the mines. Daniel gets crushed. He gets put in a sarcophagus. The lady loves him. He turns into a, a man-child <laughs> prince, addicted, addicted dude. He he he's he doesn't save the team in time. But then he finally go back. But then he's and then he goes through the withdrawal. And then like three seconds shy of saving us all oh i know yeah that got hard towards the end for some reason i started i forgot what happened like while i was discussing <laughs> well it's because the ending was super weird and abrupt and also like sh this lady's a creep so i don't know why daniel's acting like she's anything but like Al Alec Baldwin's character in Boxing Helena, like <laughs> she's horrible. She's she's like she's like, like misery, but I don't know. I guess sexy to Michael to um, Doctor Jackson. So I guess if you get kidnapped and drugged and coerced, and all your best friends almost die, it's okay as long as it's a sexy lady who thank goodness is actually only in her thirties, not like her dad. Like he was like, how old are you? And she's like, Oh no, it's cool. I'm not 200. I haven't had to use that yet. Yeah. Meaning <laughs> I'm like vaguely 30. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Well, we're getting ahead of ourselves. Let's start at the beginning. Uh, All right. Yeah. You know, I hate to do that. All right. Yeah. No. Okay. So we, uh, we opened on the set of dime store Beastmaster set. Uh, where, where some dudes are using the DHD device as the gang looks on from some bushes. And also there's some Jaffa. Huh. Oh, yeah. Yeah, it's, that was happening. 
So from yeah, and and it seems like they're ta- and they're apparently they're taking some nakwada, nakwada, <laughs> nakwada, the great the great Stargate uh, laden material. We need some of that. We need some of that sweet nakwada. Let's yeah. we got to get it. But then That's Daniel good. gets uh, excited by some fancy robed individual who kind of parts ways from the from the party and goes off into the forest to pee or something. Right. And like everyone else is like, who gives a shit? We're like, um, this is this is not a safe situation. We're not here to interact with that that person just because her clothes are fancy. But Daniel, Daniel fucks. This is I mean, this is just the beginning. This is just the beginning. Daniel fucks up. (laughs) Well, yeah, well. (laughs) Well, as as he, as he follows her, and and then we see that she goes she goes to the ledge of mm-hmm. a ravine and looks like she's about to jump off, and so he rushes at her, and I'm like, and I'm like, oh, okay, so I guess he's deciding that it's that this is not just her just her culture. Oh, I know. You well, know I, I mean? thought maybe because he's rushing at her, um, just physics wise, he was probably going to push her off. <laughs> Here, I'll help you with this ritual. Yeah. <laughs> hey. Maybe that's just their culture. That's right. Thank you for bringing that up. I actually do appreciate that. This is, and this is fuck up number one. And I just want to say he fucks up so much in this episode that our friend who I watched this episode with, who's never seen anything but the movie asked, is he just stupid later Mm. in the episode? Like, no, I'm serious. Is he supposed to be the dumb guy? (laughs) (laughs) Of the <laughs> <laughs> and you're like no nah, he's he's the brains actually well i said he was the second smartest oh <laughs> i said no he's like the second smartest supposedly but but yeah so he uh so he yeah he he grab it's a woman uh he grabs her uh keeps her from from falling away and the and the gang are like running after him like fucking daniel and they all get captured by the jaffa do you think if it was a man who would have just looked them jump do you think if it was somebody he didn't think was attracted to you'd like somebody who didn't meet his attraction specifications he would have let them jump he was excited about something well he likes i mean he likes a lot of mystery <laughs> to unwrap laters they all get they all get captured that's right they all get captured stay away from the princess one of them yells so she's a princess yeah of course she is <laughs> so <laughs> Yeah, the everybody's there's a weapons draw, and then it just turns out there's a whole bunch of not Jaffa Jaffa. Yeah. Um hum, humans pl- playing Jaffa cosplay, LARPing. And um they, you know, the team, the gate gang has to put their weapons down so that Daniel doesn't get shot. Not worth it, in my opinion. <laughs> not worth it. Well, they've taken that risk. They they get they get taken upon so easily. I'm just like, come on. Oh, I know. But also, like, I mean, we didn't know if Daniel was going to get shot to death. And that motherfucker, turns out, deserved to get shot not to death. (laughs) Like, I wonder if any of them had a time machine during this episode, if possibly they would go back and not put their gun down. Well, yeah, probably in their 67th hour of future mining. They all, it all definitely crossed their minds. I'm sure. They probably chatted about it. They probably came to a pact. Yeah. 
All right, if we all get out of here, Daniel's yeah. out of out of the gang. <laughs> if we can get our hand on a time device again, this is where we're going. Well, yeah, so they all get taken uh, to the pyramid ship where they're put before Pyrus the God Slayer. Yeah, I love the stash. Look at this old man. This is so. This is this whole set. This guy. It's giving me the music. It's just giving me Star Trek classic. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Okay. Yeah. Like, and I'm thinking in that episode, either Scotty or McCoy, probably, probably McCoy is being like mesmerized and drugged by this lady. <laughs> Pyrus, you know, he, he thinks Daniel is trying to attack his, his daughter, the princess. And Daniel's mm -hmm. like, no, nah, not to, hey, tell, tell him, tell him, you know, I, I, I saved you from the brink. Yeah, tell them about how you were about to kill yourself. And so she's like stone cold silent, Nothing. obviously. Nothing. So he, so Pyrus comes up to the team and just and just grabs Carter. Oh, I know. And he's like petting her. And and it was meant to be weird. And I don't I felt it was gratuitous because it was gratuitous. <laughs> Hulk and O'Neill like are both like, all right, fuck you, dude. Like and O'Neill like engages him so he'll like stop petting carter's head and did you see did you see her stare of death yeah <laughs> yeah like amanda tapping usually doesn't doesn't do that face that face but on all the other past uh occurrences but she does in this one <laughs> well without a doubt she's got plenty of real life experience to draw from there you go well, yeah, so like, yeah, he's like, what are you doing? What are you doing? They're, they're answering. He, he doesn't like any of their answers. And so he's like, take them to the mines. Right. Because he's convinced that they're there to steal the Nakwita or that they're that they represent they're working for or that they're working for another Goa Uld because he doesn't believe they could be from a planet that isn't ruled by Goa Uld. Well, yeah. even though he's on a planet that's not being ruled by the Goa Uld. <laughs> well, huh. well I, I don't know. See, and well, they have they have Age of Fa with them and he knows this. That's true. And so, but it's weird because like they send him to the mines as well, which I, well, I guess that's not too weird if they're like against each other, the different go out yeah. old sex. Well, they're not go olds. Right, right, right. But he's, but he's like, he's, I guess he's pretending to be, and they figure this out pretty quickly. Oh, yeah. It's like obvious as fuck because um, Carter is magical now. Oh, yeah. <laughs> has been magical. I guess the whole time <laughs> and okay, this does bother me because they're like, um, well, what would give you the first clue when Carter says he's not a go old and you know, Colonel O'Neill is like, well, how do you know? And she's like, well, first of all, how about his voice? Cause he's speaking in a normal man voice, but we find out then they should know by now. We're going to find out pretty soon that they don't have to talk like that. Oh, right. 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 And I think we've probably already had some not talk like that. I think so. Yeah. At times. Yeah. Not constantly talking like that because sometimes it gets annoying if they have too big of a role in the show, mm. in the episode. But so anyway, all she was trying to do was call him dumb. She was like, <laughs> well, first of all, dipshit. He doesn't sound like one, but also I guess because I'm magic. She's like, sir, like, I, you know, ever since the Jolinar episode, 
I, you know, yeah. I, I, I've been feeling, I have a weird feeling when I'm around teal <laughs> and, yeah. like, and he's like, who doesn't? And they, and they panned a teal and he sort of, and, and he does have a, like kind of a, like a very subtle hurt face. He's like, oh. <laughs> he could have taken it different. <laughs> I just feel like she might as well have said, sir, ever since the Jolinar episode, I have to remind everybody about the Jolinar episode mm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. and my magic. Powers. I'm a magic being now. <laughs> I have to constantly say, well, one, one time when I had a gold inside me, <laughs> one time when I was a gold, I mean, whatever they're called. So like the one time I was a Tokra and like, have you ever been a Tokra? Okay. Like I was a Tokra for like <laughs> fully a day and um, I almost died. She it's like she will not shut up. <laughs> it's like we get it. You've been to Cuba. I'm sorry, Cuba. They're 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 doing this while they've just started working in the mines and uh and pretty much all the gang except for Jackson do this for pretty much the entirety of the episode. They just hidey ho up and get dirty and and O'Neill seems to like, you know, gets into it way too quickly. Like he's just like, well, I Guess this is what we're doing. (laughs) Turns his hat backwards and just goes to town. I know the backwards hat was, (laughs) that was it for me. That was so, that was too much. It was too far. Um, Yeah. So they're not even like thinking about how to escape, even though they've got shackles and then I guess mining equipment. Usually I feel like this is the point in the sci-fi story where you, you use your weapons your, I mean, your tools to take your shackles apart mm, mm. and GTFO, but they don't do that. Um, instead, they wait for like the opportunity they get is really weird, almost staged. But like by by whom did the princess have that staged by her fake Jaffa? <laughs> because anyway, they beat the shit out of some of these fake Jaffa. And then they all go running through the passageway out of the mine. Except Daniel, who's like, I'm just going to do a light jog. Well, no, no, he has a limp. And well, oh, fuck. And, That's and, right. And, Sorry. And, but but I was like, why? I was like, is that just sleepy leg? Like, the, was he like standing strange <laughs> for four hours, not knowing how to like do manual labor? <laughs> like he needs an OT to come in and show him like the proper body mechanics. Yeah. Mining. Yeah. <laughs> Because he's he's straight up limping and he's like slow and yeah and one of them shoots hits the wall behind him the wall slides out and buries Wait, the motherfucker. Oh, the thing about his leg is O'Neill's the one who actually has a hurt leg. Yeah, yeah, which has been hit several times by these yeah. these fake Jafar. Like, <laughs> they they even comment right before this, like he unshackled one of the Jafar unshackles him and goes, "How's your leg now?" And I was like, I don't get it. Is that supposed to be some kind of sick burn? Yeah, is that supposed to pay off later? Oh, it's now Daniel Jackson who has the limp. Wait, what's going on? <laughs> it's like, so I guess it, like the princess must have been trying to help them escape. It's just like she didn't talk to her fake Jaffa about like tone. Like if they had unshackled them and like, how's your leg now? Like, we're really sorry about that. They might not have got this sh- shit kicked out of them, but they get this sh- the ever living shit kicked out of them. For some reason, Daniel has a limp. Um, nobody helps him run out on his team. So this is the one time he's not the ass 
asshole it would be. <laughs> Except you're probably right. His foot's probably just asleep. <laughs> And it sucks down there. They're like, you make your quota or you don't get dinner. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. It's it's almost it's, as bad as an Amazon warehouse. Not oh, quite. That was what I was going to say. Oh, sorry. I didn't mean to do that. Oh, that sorry. was awesome. I just <laughs> didn't, you know, probably smells like piss down there. I didn't see any piss bottles, but they probably just start pissing on the mine. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Well, so, yeah, uh, Daniel gets buried in a wall slide. Uh, he's still alive, but yeah, he's like straight buried. And so they all just get captured again. Yep. And for some reason, this escape attempt has three of the four of them potentially going to get going to get unalived by Pyrus. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But in but not Daniel. So they all just they just get put back in the mine, except for Daniel who wakes up in the sarcophagus wearing princely robes. <laughs> well, yeah, yeah, yeah. We, we cut to Pyrus and, and he, and, and well, and he's like lamb blasting his daughter. He's like, I, I don't know about this. And she's like, trust me. And I'm like, what, what about what? And then, yeah, Daniel emerges from one of those uh, rejuvenation spa caskets. And I guess yes. she's put him in there and he looks good as new. Yeah. Be- yeah. Better. Better. Sweet better. Sweet drip. yeah which by the way is palazzo pants later on O'Neill's (laughs) gonna be like what's with the dress which you know we don't god he's got so much toxic masculinity (laughs) but it is to be fair like palazzo pants (laughs) i think that was the first time i ever heard those words palazzo pants okay palazzo pants and he's got like some like a romulan shirt on but anyway he's like he he's such a dork. He's like, I get the feeling that you're only helping me because maybe like you're like into me or something. And I just like want to leave with my friends though. But she doesn't have enough sway over King Daddy to get her his friends released. Right. Like somehow he still like super doesn't trust them, but does let Daniel basically be a royal. Right, right. Well, and it's pretty, I mean, it's pretty, she starts laying on the sauce like right away and, you know, and, mm-hmm. and, and, and even Daniel can f- realize that. And, uh, and she says her name is Shyla. Uh, she mm-hmm. kind of tells him nothing Shyla about her. <laughs> no, 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 no. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Uh, and she's like, and yeah. And, you know, and they talk and, and he, he's like, and he's like, Oh, my glasses. She's like, your glass circles. She's yeah. <laughs> I just, it kills me. Like. I, I would like them to go to just like once go to a planet that's like basically at the same level as Earth mm. mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. where she would be like, why don't you get LASIK? <laughs> <laughs> oh, because then we wouldn't know you're a nerd. OK. Yeah. She she laughs at him because the glasses are broken. I'm like, oh, you know, look, thirsty. Don't don't laugh at a man's broken glasses. Come on now. And then he like blink, blink blinks when he gets them on even though they're like he acts like they're coke bottles but like they look like they're tv props or something low low prescription pretty pretty low (laughs) prescription from from this angle like enough that somebody could even say "Uh, whatever i'm not going to bother asking for my glasses my friends are in a mine (laughs) it's like where are my friends it's not even in the top five Well, I mean, you know, he does, he does keep repeating it though. Like they cut to them walking in a Vancouver forest and this part was weird. 
because uh, she's like, look how beautiful it is. We call them trees. Oh, I know. And he's a dick. He's like, yeah, we also call them trees. Well, first of all, why does everybody speak English? <laughs> why is everybody in Canada? Yeah. <laughs> For everyone speaks English to the extent that we both call them trees. Yeah. And we, yeah. And we know that that's been like, it's been like at least what, what, 700 years. Yeah. And that's just not how the evolution of language works. No, no. <laughs> <laughs> and if anybody's like, you don't know, go listen to the history of the English language podcast, motherfucker. Oh, that's no, not how man. language works. Oh man. No, that, no, you're, you're, you're absolutely right. It's souring me on, on the very concept of this show. We got to keep moving. <laughs> Okay. Because you mean I haven't soured you on the concept of this show yet? <laughs> it's just Daniel. There's nothing wrong with the concept. All they need to do is throw in a couple little indicators what the fuck is going on. Daniel's a linguist. He gets to do nothing in any of these shows. <laughs> <laughs> That's true. <laughs> Look, I don't know. Apparently he's the romance boy, but like gun to your head. Would you rather fuck MacGyver or Daniel? Hmm. MacGyver girl over here. <laughs> MacGruber. Probably Teal. <laughs> well, so yeah, and yeah, and she and she's just she's just thirsting on on him. And I'm like, this lady, he's not interested. You know, and he's like, and, he's not that great. You're like, what is happening? Well, she tells him that that she her mother used to say that a man from the cross the stars would come and she didn't believe her. And but then when she was on the ledge about to kill herself, she was asking about her one true love and her destiny. And, and then one, this one guy. Chance. Yeah, this yeah. guy came. And so he he destiny uh, uh, came true, and and uh, and and Shanks is like, she's like, you're my destiny, and I like it because he's like, what? <laughs> he really does. He's I like, like a cartoon. that. Uh, I was like, like a fucking cartoon. And also, like, what had happened was her mom had died before her mom could say, oh, this is a fun story I tell little girls. You're an adult lady now. Oh yeah, and Pyrus is too busy to like say you know, to do anything help his daughter in any way. You know, yeah. I wonder how old her mom was. Mm, 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 mm. Any hoosies? Yeah. Any hoozle? Well, yeah. So yeah. So they keep talking, and and I'm just like Daniel. Like, just tell her you're married, dude. But he doesn't. Oh, I know, but he doesn't. <laughs> and why? I guess he's trying to leverage her to get his friends out, but he's just like so shit at it. Even though he's the communications guy, he's supposed to be the negotiations guy on the team. And he did such garbage at this. Yeah. He's not the most charismatic guy, you know, he, she's like, well, I'll trust you if you trust me first. And he's a shit negotiator. So he's like, okay, I'll go first on the trusting. So she's like, okay, get in the sarcophagus again. He's like, but I'm okay. And she goes, you'll feel better than you ever felt before. And it is like someone trying to sell drugs in an after school special. (laughs) So he's, but he's like, I never watched ABC when I got home from school. I did more homework that I made up for myself. So I missed that. And I don't know, you're trying to push drugs on me. So he gets in the sarcophagus well but before that he d- he does he does visit the gang a bit and he tries to tell him their pl- his plan he's like this 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 chick really likes me so i'm gonna try to get leverage that and get to her father and but even at this point it's kind of funny like because he you know he's now he's in he's in the get up that they're, yeah. they're all getting progressively dirtier 
and it's just, and it's just like just like awkward <laughs> right and they're trying to be like dude uh it's a it's an order get us out of here and he's like well we gotta run i'm gonna be late for dinner and it, carter does such a good job of delivering you get dinner yeah like it just just sounds so please sir can i have some more <laughs> like it's just very, like, you get dinner and it doesn't move him at all no, just, yeah, like, yeah, yeah, yeah. He he's so preoccupied with like thinking that he's got this great plan. Yeah, that, that yeah, he's like just he's like I got you, fam. Don't worry, you know. Uh, I, but I get yeah, I got to go to this feast in my honor. Bye. <laughs> and they're like, oh, also, isn't it just we before when he first comes down? Is this is this is the scene where he first comes down and they're like, where the hell have you been? Even though they had initially been concerned. No, that's the next scene. Oh, well, they were yeah. worried he was dead. Yeah, yeah, but I yeah. feel like the only person who they were all like giving him shit, but Teal was like, it is a pleasure to yeah. see you, Daniel Jackson. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, exactly. Yeah. Good old Teal. So we cut to the feast, which has only Daniel in attendance so far. But then Pyrus and Shiloh roll in and they and they sit down and we, we learn a bit. We learn that Pyrus killed a Goa'uld who ruled there mm-hmm. 700 years ago. Right, that motherfucker. And then a question came up while we were while uh, we were while I was watching this with our friend, and the question was um, really good, which is how long does King Daddy spend? Like, how much time does he spend in that sarcophagus? Mm. And is it too much to bother with being alive? Why is he trying so hard to stay alive? Yeah, yeah, that that's a good question. Like, cause he, well, we learned that like the sarcophagus can, can sustain life for a while. We also learned later that it basically like get makes you feel good. Like it 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 change changes you a little bit. It steals your soul. Yeah, <laughs> but it doesn't seem like this dude is feeling very good. He's seven hundred years old. You know, he's just he's an old he's an old guy, and and he's, he got no soul. He's got no soul. He's got no soul left. He has no soul. Yeah, he is. He, yeah, he is a dick. And yeah, that that that's a that's a good question. Right. He even is like, she's like, hey, can we let his friends out? And he's like, oh, those guys forgot about him. Kill him. Kill him. <laughs> so and Shiloh's like, like but, shit. And Shiloh's like, but you but no, but you said this other thing. And he's like, oh, I did. Oh, well, all right. Why? And by the way, if it is that easy to t- convince him, like if he is that, like, oh senile, yeah, why not just say you said that they could be under my supervision? You said like one day with Daniel, and if it worked out, the others could come out. Why not just say something like that? Yeah, true. It's it seems like a bit of dementia's hitting him, and uh, he's forgetting things. Yeah, it he's should fucking seven hundred. <laughs> he should be like shitting his just shitting himself as he walks out of the room. Uh, yeah. Uh, well, yeah. Well, we cut a bit later uh, to Shyla and Daniel, and she's like, "Don't worry about her friends," and, and she's like, "Fuck you, lady!" <laughs> like, oh, I know. She's like, "Whatever. Who cares about them?" Blah, blah, blah. Anyway, go, go to bed. <laughs> right. Oh, and also the thing that she says to her dad isn't even like status quo. It's like, no, you said that they had to work nonstop until they die. Oh, yeah. <laughs> without sustenance. Yeah. 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 
When do we get to the part where some kid brings them water in the mine? Oh, that's later. Uh, uh, it, it could it could be later. Yeah, I'm just gonna say something about it then. Uh-huh. A traditional as is traditional in a mine scene, a, a compelled to work mine scene in a, a, a this genre. Some kid comes with like one little scoop of real nasty looking water or any water. In any mining movie, even not sci-fi, any hardworking cowboy guy, they've got to be thirsty as fuck. Yeah. They always take one sip of water and let the rest of it run fucking down their shirt. And I have never <laughs> been like, and I am taking so many medications that make my mouth dry and I do shit and I forget to drink water. And then I, I get thirsty. So thirsty. I can't stop drinking even if I want to, to breathe. And I have never <laughs> fucking spilled all my water down my shirt <laughs> and been like, well, I had one sip and I'm all wet now. <laughs> I feel better. So I just want to talk about that. Also, that water was red. Mm. So yeah, a little brackish. Yeah. 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 And Tilk doesn't and, even take any. I'm like, yeah, damn dude. Yeah. He's got that symbiote, man. <laughs> like a motherfucker. O'Neill's like, I've had worse. <laughs> and then I guess Carter is spared the indignity of having us see her taste it. So that happens. Uh, and then Daniel rolls in royally uh, after his second nap or actually ninth or 10th at this point. And mm-hmm. yeah, he seems he seems a little preoccupied. He seems a oh little. Oh, my God. <laughs> Again, after school special, after school special kid on drugs. <laughs> Daniel says, Carter, how many times have you used that thing? He's like, what? Nine or 10, just a few. Hey, it doesn't matter. Look, it doesn't matter. It's great. I'm better than I've ever been. I got ideas like crazy. I'm going to make, I'm going to write a movie. I've got like 10 movie ideas. Like, <laughs> I'm going to start yeah. like five restaurants. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. No, yeah. He doesn't have, he doesn't, he's not wearing his glasses. He's like, yeah, the sarcophagus. It's got all these other properties we didn't know about. Like we, we, we need to study it anyway. His I'm, hair looks better. He's got like this kind of curl, this nice wave mm, going. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. His hair looks way better. And O'Neill is just like, you do know we're dying down here, yeah. right? <laughs> and our friend says, I mean, they look pretty okay. Oh, well. <laughs> Although later in the context when they bring O'Neill into the throne room and him contrasted with that room, like yeah. he looks like shit in that scene. Of course, that's a yeah. few days after this. Oddly, perhaps, uh, there's better lighting in the cave. I don't know. Well, yeah. Well, yeah. And then Daniel goes ballistic on O'Neill. He's he's like, look, I got this under control. Hey, you never show me any respect. Oh, I know. O'Neil. And like O'Neill didn't even like shit on him. All he, all he said was his Daniel had turned away. And all O'Neill does is go, hey, Daniel. And Daniel turns around and loses his motherfucking mind. <laughs> yeah. And he, he is such a dumb little twat in this scene the whole gang like do it like it's they do a very low-key sort of like like they're just like they just like stare at him and like watch him on his cocaine uh frenzy you know and just like and they're all just like what in the fuck (laughs) like this is really this is pure bullshit because daniel's like yeah i talked to the mountain uh told hammond you know yeah if you don't send anybody we got we got we got time I think he lies like he tells them he's communicating with Hammond and they're, you know, 
maybe so like Hammond's apprised of the real situation, but I think we've been to the mountain by now, but main, my main concern was that Hammond was on the phone and his phone was green. And I was like, where the fuck did this green phone come from? <laughs> who, who does he call with that? He collects, he collects phones. I don't know. <laughs> I thought he only had a red phone in it called one guy. <laughs> oh, oh, Tasha, the president. <laughs> yeah. I never noticed. Never, ever noticed. Uh, a green phone before, which I mean, duh, obviously he has a phone for normal phone calls, but I just hadn't noticed it. So I was like, what the fuck is that? Anyway. Well, yeah. So yeah. You, so you, Daniel's totally, he's totally fucking up. Uh, like he, he's, he's just had way too much coffee. He's yeah. caffeine. He's caffeinated up and coked out of his mind. Like, yeah. like him and Shia have a conversation and he's like, yeah, no, uh, we all will send the people back, but you know, but then I can stay here, you know, I'll come back for you and, and all this stuff. It'll be great. Don't worry about it. You know, and it it's, yeah, he's, he's, he's now Daniel Chadson. He's, he's, he's an addict. <laughs> yeah. Sarcophagus is the real still shit. finds him attractive. I don't know why she wanted him in the first place, but she continues to want him. Like mom's got to be real careful what they say to their daughters <laughs> before they like die suddenly because that could happen at any time. <laughs> Just in general, man. <laughs> Jesus Christ. I'm off. You never know what a kid's brain is going to lock on to. <laughs> yeah. Well, and this is where we cut back to the gang and, Car- and Carter has her vision. Yeah. Kalash. Kal- yeah, yeah. It, it seems like Jolinar sort of speaks to her in somewhere or something. And she's like, Tilk, what is Kalash? Well, no, yeah, it seems like her brain just unlocks all the right memories from Jolinar at all the right times. Well, he's like, it means one soul. And she's like, yeah, you know, the Tokra, like, they don't use the sarcophagi because they learned back in the day that it's like, you know, it's like you drink one monster energy, it's fine. You drink five, you go a little nuts. Yeah, and Four Loco will fuck you up. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, so, and to be fair, she is the only one who just by observation alone was like, hey, Daniel, maybe don't use it. Don't use the, maybe don't use the sarcophagus anymore. I'm just, I'm just observing a little bit here. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Just a little suggestion. Well, yeah, he he doesn't. Uh, we cut a bit later. Uh, O'Neill is taken into the throne room and Daniel's fucking lounging on the throne like a fucking goon. Yeah, uh, like I'm surprised somebody wasn't feeding him grapes, and somebody else there wasn't somebody doing like a belly dance for him, and someone else juggling. That would have been even more Star Trek had all that been going on. Yeah, for being a royal, it doesn't seem like there's many amenities other than the sarcophagus coke. Yeah, well, I think the amenities are not working the mind in the mind. <laughs> yeah, true. Because this whole episode is a drugs are bad and okay kind of situation. It, yeah, a little bit. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's anti-narcotics, which is bullshit. Anyway. You're, you're going dark side on us, is what O'Neill says. When, yeah. he, when he tells him about tells him about Carter and Daniel, he doesn't give a crap, you know. He's like, anyway, I got this I, I got this plan. I agreed, I agreed to marry Shyla, but I told her to take you guys back through the gate, but I, I'm going to go back with you. I'm going to tell her I got to go do some stuff. You know, I got to take care of some business, but then I'll come right back. We'll have a great time. Yeah. And like, what, what a bunch of bullshit. How, how does she believe that? Like what business does he have to take care of? If he's going to live out the rest of his life with her, he doesn't need to worry about 
clearing out his apartment or his bank <laughs> accounts or like, I mean, he could just tell O'Neill to feed his fish. <laughs> I don't know. He was like, I got, we got some fish there. They're, they're things that swim in the water. We call them fish. And, uh, I've got, I've got, I've got some He's like, we call them fish tanks. too. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, I got to go. Like, we call them fish too. We just don't treat them that cruelly. <laughs> <laughs> Well, yeah. Well, apparently, at least that, at least it's true. Like we cut to the gate, the gang is ready to rock. They they look like shit, but they're just and and they're just like, yeah. Can we fucking can we? And Shyla's giving them some fucked up platitudes. She's just she's just like, we'll welcome you back here anytime. Thank you. I hope you had a great time here on this. Like, yeah, I hope you enjoyed your stay it's, at the MGM like, bullshit palace. <laughs> like how how fucking clueless is this is this woman you yeah she's I mean? the worst she's a fucking asshole <laughs> like she is a terrible 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 person and they go through the gate and i'm gonna say that general daddy does his best befuddled look yet wow that's saying something because he's been getting messages from daniel jackson that say everything is going super duper awesome but we just need more time for negotiations. So when he sees the team coming in looking just wretched and and malnourished and dirty, he's like, "What? Well, that's <laughs> not what. That's not what the non-military guy that I was okay having the only one communicating with us told me." Well, yeah, they all look like shit while Daniel's like skipping out of the Stargate, like <laughs> <laughs> in nice in some weird fancy clothes. <laughs> High couture, <laughs> avant-garde challenge. Uh, yeah, so uh, yeah, we 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 cut back a bit later. Daniel's being looked on by Doctor Frazier, and she's just kind of like, "Yeah, the things are you. You're looking a little strange here, buddy. Your your adrenaline is through the roof, and uh, yeah, you're not you're not normal." And he's like, "I feel fine. I feel great." Anyway, yeah. Uh, anyway, I got to go back soon. Anyway, uh, you guys know that, right? Uh, can't stop thinking about this woman. You know, I got to get back there. You know, oh, look at this microscope. Look at oh, oh, it's a great microscope. Anyway, the sarcophagus. And then he gets like he starts like throwing shit around Carter's lab. And so Carter goes to Daddy, General Daddy, and is like, I think you should put him on timeout. And so General Daddy does have him um locked up but well well <laughs> that scene was really funny because he, her and o'neill are in his office and and she says this and then like two seconds later da daniel himself skips in and is like resignation oh, yeah. sir <laughs> yeah. i'm putting my resignation i'm going, going back i was like jesus christ man <laughs> i know and, and o'neill's like not accepted and he's like i oh, wasn't talking to you jack <laughs> <laughs> I wasn't asking you, motherfucker. I was asking daddy. Huh. Well, yeah. Well, yeah. So he's locked up and, and Dr. Frazier's like, yeah, he's, 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 it's, he's basically like he's drank 8,000 monster energy drinks. Uh, like he's fucked. It's like, he's done a little bit of bath salts or a little bit of PCP mixed in with his Coke because he's got super strength. Apparently. And like, cause he is able to get himself like bust his leather um is this the straps? His leather cuffs that he strapped down with which have you ever had those on no <laughs> um first of all the leather ones are super old-fashioned so that was kind of funny that they had those but um yeah he 
he, how do you feel about this? He, he hits your lady. Oh, I'm pissed. He I'm throws, pissed off. He throws your lady across the room. Could have broke her neck. Look, look, yeah, I saw it coming. I was like, you better not mess with the doc. You roided asshole. And he, uh, does. he does. Yeah. And then he fucking goes nuts on the guard. I think that guy might be dead. He's dead. <laughs> Daniel murdered like, I a man. <laughs> I could have used some closure to find out. Did Daniel Jackson murder somebody? And will he be held accountable? Because, <laughs> because like in real court, getting, doing drugs does not give you diminished capacity. No. no. <laughs> when you're in a PCP rage, that's, yeah. that can't be used as an excuse. Nah. Jesus Turns out, nope, please, no. Yeah, well, O'Neill notices that he that he's left, and so he goes to chase him, and and Daniel goes to like a broom closet, uh, and they have like a they have like a little spat. Oh my god! Oh my fucking god! So this spat ends in them, you know, doing the very still arms fully out, each of them fight, where Daniel has his hands around O'Neill's neck. Yeah. And it's super, it's a super close up of his face. And then they switch to a super close up of O'Neill's hands on Daniel's face. And he is messing with his face like it's made out of Play Doh. <laughs> he is just like smashing. And because I'm like, hey, dipshit, like you're a special forces guy. So either like choke him out or put your thumbs in his eye sockets because he is killing you right now. Like this is like, you actually know how to fight and you look like a little kid. Well, yeah. Well then uh, Jackson grabs his gun, has him at gunpoint and he's like, you don't. And O'Neill says something. He's like, Daniel, I know what it's like. And I was like, Whoa, does O'Neill have a past of chasing the purple dragon? That's what I was wondering. Like, what was he? What was what? What? what, 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 what? Yeah, I want to know about that. Also, I also want to know what Daniel was choking him, like why he didn't just kick him in the nuts, because I know it's fighting dirty, but I feel like if you don't want to kill your friend who's trying to kill you, it's OK to kick him in the nuts. Mm -hmm. it's, it's available to you. Incapacitate. Yeah. Yeah. I, and, and that's how, you know, all this TV is written by fucking men. That people aren't getting kicked in the nuts all the time. In, <laughs> They're in like, fights. we have to keep that's banned. That's, that's awesome. We, we don't, we don't want to see that. On, we don't want to see that on television. <laughs> there are people without nuts watching TV too close. Yeah. Uh, we don't want to want to talk about it unless it's, <laughs> unless it's like a joke. Well, uh, well, uh, I, whatever O'Neill says to him. Well, and you know, and, uh, that, you know, Shanks, you know, he, he, he does it. He's like, no, Jack. And it works. Oh, he drops he does. the gun. He starts crying. That's crying. His little eyes out. And yeah. he's crying. And this is where his little baby hands are waving in front of his face as he goes, ah, 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 kind of crying. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And O'Neill's like, we got this, buddy. We can do it. And they embrace. And I'm like, yeah, well, yeah, let's do it, Dan. There's some detoxing, yeah. rehab center, the SA group. And that's short for Sarcophagus Anonymous. <laughs> Oh, that's what we should call this episode, Sarcophagus Anonymous. He's, <laughs> he's the he's first awesome. member, first and only member so far. We cut bit a bit, it has to be a bit later because the gang is sitting around and they're like, all right, so what should we do about this planet? And Daniel walks in and he looks back to normal. But tired. Just well, yeah, tired. Well, yeah, yeah, he's been 
He's been rehabbing. He's, He's been, been barfing, train spotting, and yeah, <laughs> and he found his baby all moldy in the crib. It's bad. <laughs> well, and he and he and he's like, I think I should go back to the planet. And I'm like, y'all crazy. He's gonna relapse. Yeah, I know. That's like, and they all let him talk him into it. And I'm sorry, but give me a fucking break. He is not even fully recovered. He's not even fully rehabbed. He's like, I got to get back to that planet. No, 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 no. Hear me out for good reasons. And I'm just like, excuse me for saying, but on what planet do you give that the green light? (laughs) No addict has ever said this in a calm manner. (laughs) Two weeks, two weeks in to rehab. You know what the problem is? The problem is he's the only social scientist in the room. So everyone's like, I guess, I guess so. <laughs> where's Dr. Dr. Frazier? Frazier's, yes. Where's Fraser? Should be like, yeah, that's not good. That's a no. Yeah. <laughs> and they all have decided, yeah, it's worth going back to the planet because they could use the Naquita and they could protect the them. From the gold. Oh, I know they're colonizers. That's the first one. First thing our friend said watching the show is like, "Oh, these guys are a bunch of colonizers." I was like, "Oh, they totally have colonies. Of course that they are." Oh yeah, and they're 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 looking for resources. That's their explicit mission. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We cut to the planet and we see Shyla. She's crying over the sarcophagus. I guess Pyrus has has died. He's finally died. Yeah. Well. The sarcophagus couldn't couldn't continue helping him or sustaining him. Do you think Dick Cheney has a sarcophagus? Uh, yes. The answer is yes. That's uh, the only explanation for Dick Cheney. He's more machine now than man. Maybe he put his <laughs> maybe he put his friend he shot in there, and that's why he didn't get sued because he was like all better. The friend's like, hey, don't worry about it, man. You know, things happen. Things happen on the hunt. Yeah. You know, he thought he <laughs> thought my face was a duck. It looked like it looks sometimes it looks yeah. like a duck, walks like a duck. Yeah. Dick Cheney's pure evil. I'm not going to cross that motherfucker. I'm just going to be like, oh, yeah, there's there's, you know, weird shit in my face for the rest of my life. I like it that way. <laughs> uh, well, yeah. So, yeah, she's crying. And Dan Daniel rolls in and he and he apologizes. Right. Because he has Stockholm syndrome. <laughs> And uh, and they have a lukewarm couple's shoulder rub talk. Like he's like, no, it was me. She's like, no, it was me. And she was like, you never did love me like that, right? And he's like, oh, I should tell you, I'm married. <laughs> and so he gives her that consolation hug that nobody wants. Right. Well, and then I got it. And then I had a question because he's like, because he tells her about the sarcophagus. He's, it's like he's trying to recruit the next member of SA. And and I right? had the thought, I was like, has she used it? Like, does she even know what it does? Why isn't she acting doped out? Yeah, she has been. She's the one who told him she knew it was addictive. That's why she put him in there. That's why she is Alec Baldwin for Buck. Like, she's a monster. She's a she's a drug pusher who doesn't doesn't take her own supply. Basically. No, worse than that. She was like, <laughs> she saw a man, she saw another human being, said, I want that human being to be mine. Okay, what leverage do I have? I have his friends and a mine. Not quite enough. He's as he's gonna ask too many questions. All right, I'm gonna get him hooked on the sarcophagus. <laughs> and that's why she she was very surprised when he did not come back. And mm. 
And I guess, yeah, that is confusing because she said she'd never needed to use it, but it sounded like she knew it made you feel better than ever. So maybe she dabbled in it, but why didn't she act all cracked out on it? Uh, Right, 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 right. How come Daniel's? Oh, it's because she had him use it too much, I bet. (laughs) <laughs> but then it, but at the end it sounded like she was going to have to go through withdrawal. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, exactly. And she and she like I was so mad when she shot the sarcophagus. That's like taking I don't know, that's like if say <laughs> there was a government and they were controlling pain medication and some doctors were led us led to believe some bullshit by one drug company about narcotics. And therefore there was an epidemic of white people mostly getting addicted to narcotics. And the government was like, well, that's not individual's fault because it's white people. So you know what we're going to have to do is take pain medication away from absolutely everybody. It's bonkers. Like that sarcophagus is a straight up healing machine. And all those people that are going to keep having to mine NACWDA should get to get in there and get their lungs healed every, every now and again. Like that's mm-hmm. like, mm-hmm. that's the best doctor on the fucking planet. In fact, I want to know why instead of shooting it, if we're such colonizers, why don't we fucking take that sarcophagus back to the mountain, tell Daniel he couldn't have the key to the room, but use it to like cure people. And I think we did. And I think that's why Dick Cheney's still alive. <laughs> well, the timeline does sound about accurate. <laughs> <laughs> well, well, that purely hypothetical situation that you just described yeah. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Fits this perfectly. Um, so she destroys the sarcophagus. She shoots like it. They embrace the end. The end. What the fuck? So many questions, but mostly <laughs> these two. Why was Daniel acting that way? But I already answered that with Stockholm syndrome. Sorry. I was on an, I think I was on an edible last night. So <laughs> it seemed like a good question. <laughs> What is up with this show and these abrupt episode endings? Like they always need like one more scene where I want to see the team get a little closure together, Mm. come back together as a group. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And just be in the room together. Talk it out. Yeah. And they don't even have, it doesn't have to be much. It could just be they're a team again. Like there should be a visual coming back together of the team at the end of the episodes because it ended and it our friend who was also on their phone <laughs> was like, Whoa, that was it. Is that over? That's the end of that episode. <laughs> Time for wife okay. swap. Yeah. Uh, Time for wife swap. No, I, I completely agree with you because now there's going to be a little bit of resentment, you know? I mean, there fucking should be. And I want to know what happened to that. I want to know how Dr. Frazier feels about Daniel. I want to know because I feel like in a regular workplace, should be like, um, You're going to have a different doctor. Because I want to maintain my profession. I've got to be professional. And part of that is recognizing that I'm only human and (laughs) I do not want to be your doctor anymore. So I will transfer you to another very competent doctor who also works here. And then. Sure. Yeah. Yeah. And what (laughs) happened to the guy that Daniel beat the shit out of? does Does he get like a bill for the fluorescent? lights he broke and all the property the, damage the beakers and carter's like, lab yeah like oh I, I don't know I don't and know. how about carter being a little bit afraid of him if she, from now on although she looked kind of afraid of him and that really bothered me because i know carter could beat the shit out of daniel 
we've seen Carter fight. It seemed like more irritation than anything. She was like, Jesus Christ, man. Like how fucking fucked up are you? Like, uh, oh, and uh, yeah. And then, and then he says, the, you're right. She didn't even get off her stool. Right. And then she, and then she spoke calmly. She was like, she talked about his wife and, and, and he's like, what about her? What about her? I, you he's know, like, I had a wife, had, had she's not a even wife. the same person anymore. Yeah, she. Even if we can find her and get the ghoul out of her, there's no guarantee she. You don't even know what love is. Have you ever had love before? Carter's like, man, that's fucked up, man. Like, it's just uh, time for rehab for you, buddy. This is such an after-school special. (laughs) Like how when you do drugs, you don't just hurt you. You hurt your friends (laughs) and colleagues. Yeah, there's no there's no room for uh, the drugs in society, not for any reason, not not for pain patients, for no one. Anyway, anyway, that was the end of the episode. That's the end end of. uh, Yeah. Hey, Tori. Yeah. Were you comforted by this episode? Uh, Yes, I was. Uh, It was just a very enjoyable watch for me. (laughs) I just I, I just really enjoyed watching Michael Shanks pretend to be coked out. Like <laughs> I just I thought it, I thought it was funny, Me and too. and but also but I but and, yeah and I and I was also like oh yeah now he's gonna get help and O'Neill and O'Neill has a past of some kind I want to know more about that and now Carter's a magical being like there was all this like small little stuff that like hinted at like a bunch of other shit and then Tilk was also there and Tilk was also there yeah and and he got and he got hurt and he was hurt by everyone being weirded out around him. Uh, mm. And so I, just all these little things that I was like, okay, this is expanding stuff a little bit. I enjoyed that. I mean, so yeah, I don't know. I just enjoyed watching. I had a fun time. What about you, Sarah? Were you comforted? Totes. Yeah. Same reasons you said. Plus it was like Star Trek classic. It was just, it was just fun like that where they have that dumb piccolo music in the background and make it kind of like old timey England kind of or old timey Roman or like whatever. Um, kind of fantasy stuff. Although I'll ask you a question: Like, is there is there a Star Trek episode that deals with like addiction stuff? I remember like early Next Generation, something there was this episode of some kind. I can't remember the specifics though. But can you recall? Yeah, I don't remember? Don't know. Like where the crew gets <laughs> they're all Jonesing oh, for something. Yes, you're talking about the Next Generation where they Riker brings a game back from Riker brings the game back from Ryza that it's like it's kind of like Google Glass and the whole crew gets wildly addicted to it. <laughs> and then and they do like a they're all withdrawing towards the end of the episode and they're all just like tired <laughs> walking around. <Yeah. laughs> they all look like shit. And they're all a little bit ashamed because but they all know. Uh, <laughs> Do you want to know? I asked um, last night. I asked. I asked our friend if uh, if they were comforted. Oh yeah. This is it. No, I was confused and maybe maybe slightly dismayed. Is the quote? <laughs> I remember saying, "Say more." All I have after that is, "Why was Daniel acting that way?" and abrupt endings. So I, I think that I didn't didn't get a real good answer to the dismayed part but okay. um okay i also asked asked our friend their yeah met and meh. oh what are those okay so i've worried this will taint ours but it's worth it the yay was 
our friend definitely would be Daniel. Okay. Uh, because he was definitely having the best time. Oh, amazing time. <laughs> which is no surprise knowing our friend. <laughs> the nay. At first she was like, which one was the guy in the mine? Not that one. And I said, well, there were three of them in the mine. She was like, oh, Carter. Cause then because of sexism. Okay. Being in the mine plus sexism. Meh. She'd be the general. He looked like <laughs> oh. he had a pretty comfortable episode. Oh, yeah. 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 yeah these yeah. are all excellent answers. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Um, how about you? Did you have a yeah, meh, and meh? Uh, yeah, yeah. So my yeah, who I would like to be, uh, is yeah, uh, Daniel Jackson, mid sarcophagus juicing. Uh, right. <laughs> you, you too. <laughs> when he's in no the surprise. thick of it, he's having the best fucking time of his life, lounging in throne rooms, chilling. Uh, he's got great drip, feasting. It's <laughs> does he have great drip though? <laughs> he's he's just he's just it's great. Uh, but my neh is Jackson post sarcophagus juice. Oh, when he has to come off of it. Well, yeah, that's not fun. <laughs> that's yeah. the worst. Uh, not that I've ever really experienced any withdrawals like that, but uh, I hope your met is just regular Daniel Jackson. I, you know, I, I, I wanted to do that for the symmetry, but uh, I, I, I didn't say that. My met is Dr. Frazier. She uh, got thrown across the room. No, no, no. But the, this is this is it. She gets thrown across the room. Daniel leaves, and then O'Neill comes rushing to the thing, and she and she comes up, and she and she was right next to the red alert button. Yeah. Puts, <laughs> but she, but unlike in season uh, one, episode eighteen. Where she goes to that right away, she didn't go for it this time, and O'Neill had to do it, and I and I, I was like, oh. Plus, you know what's funny about that scene is she goes, "I'm fine, go after him." Nobody's like, "Well, what about this bloody pulp next to you?" Yeah, yeah, he's he's <laughs> he's a little torn limb from limb. She's like, "I yeah. should probably take." Well, that's it was probably in the back of her mind. She's like, "I should take a look at this guy too." So, yeah, yeah, but she didn't. They didn't call for a medical <laughs> alert. Like if one of if one of SG one sneezes, they call for a medical emergency team. <laughs> This guy's bleeding out his brain fluids. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> uh, what about you, Sarah? What's your yeah, net, and meh? I mean, for the trifecta, I'm going to go with Daniel Jackson for my yeah. Because, you know, that did look like fun. We all recognize it. <laughs> and the only other option be besides being high all the time was being in the mine. Right. I bet he still thinks about that and wishes he could find a sarcophagus every once in a while. He thinks about <sighs> just, how yeah. he shouldn't have, shouldn't have shot that one up. Every once in a while, it just pops into his mind. It's like, oh, every, man, I need that you know, sweet the thing fix. Is, you get a drug like that and you just make sure you take long breaks from it. And then you can go back for a visit, for a brief visit. Um, I, so I guess. And, that even, oh, and also, even though he does have to go through withdrawal, like I've seen the next episodes and like everyone's totally chill with him after that bullshit so i also learned that daniel jackson lives an utterly consequence-free life <laughs> and also i guess he's over charay so he probably feels okay too oh man i'm so, i still think and, about it i still think i i'm still hooked to the episode season one episode one plot hook 
Don't tell me what happens. Uh, oh, look I'm her, not. Look her into the future. I'm not. Okay. I'm not say anything. Not even my opinion about it. <laughs> <laughs> okay. So, so who's your uh, net and meh? My net is the guy who gets beaten to shit and, <laughs> and about whom nobody cares. That's my net. That's a good one. And my meh is um, like just me that day, <laughs> wherever I was. Probably not having a great time. Wait, in 98? Um, yeah, so it was just me, sophomore year of college. So yeah, yeah, yeah. I, was, I, was, I, I could have been having a great day. I could have been having a mediocre day. It was one of the better years of college. Okay. Um, could have been at a party. Um, could not been. But yeah, that's what I'm going to pick. Eh, that's how I feel about that. <laughs> all right. All right. All right. Cool. That's it. That's all. What do we got? What do we got for next week? Oh, God damn it. The next episode is season two, episode six, Thor's Chariot. O'Neill and the team return to Samaria, the planet where they destroyed Thor's hammer to help Teal'c escape. They find that the Gold have invaded and many of the people are dead. Can they help to find Thor's weapons to fight off the invasion before they are all captured or killed? Okay. Okay. All right. All right. You know, that's the thing about colonizers is they just go and they're like, we have to save ourselves. Okay, bye. And total disregard for the fact that Thor's hammer was there to keep that whole planet safe. Uh, yeah. And they couldn't leave like they couldn't like how long were we in Afghanistan before we fucked up leaving Afghanistan? Like we couldn't leave some people there. How long have we been in Europe post World War II? Like you couldn't leave some people just to even say like whose whole job it would be to say like send help on that planet. I mean, it would be like a hardship tour. Like, you know, um, for some reason they'll move whole families to Europe, but they don't move whole families to Korea. So Korea is considered a hardship tour where the service member goes alone. Because mm. we're also slightly occupying Korea, or we were when I was a kid. I don't know. So just like some fucked up bullshit that they destroyed that planet's whole protection system, and then we're like, okay, bye. Yeah, no, I was wondering that when we watched that episode, like the aftermath and whatnot. So I guess I'm glad that you? we get to see it a little bit, you know, or they're continuing I I a, t- a story, you know. I guess I've already started on next week's episode. Sorry, sorry, sorry. <laughs> All right. All right. Well, sweet. All right. Once again, this is a section we called Come Try Come Try Come Try This. And one day we're going to read the part of the book about monetizing this podcast. In the meantime, uh, our Drink Crown Royal, Crown and Coke. Oh my God, I was at the uh, drugstore the other day with our friends and deciding what to drink. And they have these little four packs of Crown and Cola. And a lot of times like those little like pre-mixed drinks are trash. Yeah. These, this is, this is worth it. Love Crown, Crown Royal. They love mm-hmm. us. They just don't know it yet. And now I bought extra. They forgot that they loved us on our last podcast. <laughs> 
um yeah the the i bought an extra little bottle of crown thinking there's no way they'll put enough crown in this it's gonna be a ripoff but it was super not a ripoff i got wasted i'll be, I'll be looking i'll be looking in fact i looked at safeway when i was there this this morning uh, they, they didn't have it but uh, i'll keep looking they also make it they also make it with the other flavors of crown so i might like try to find something to give my mom for christmas mm, some like vanilla, like vanilla crown or something like yeah that. they had apple crown but i think vanilla would be better all right well th- uh well uh thanks well thanks sponsors someday hey thanks for sticking around um through our imaginary sponsorships um as a reward or a punishment You've made it to the segment we call Get to Know Your Hosts, where I ask weird random questions I get from this couples therapy card deck called Talking Points. So hold on to your butts. This could be either like, what's your worst memory of your dad or what's your favorite color? We never know what we're going to get from this deck. Tori. Yeah. What are the deal breakers that would make you reconsider our relationship? <laughs> <laughs> Is it if I started liking Stargate? <laughs> I'd be like, look, the dynamic isn't working anymore. <laughs> it's just a bunch of fucking shoulder tapping and yeah. We can't uh, both be sucking the dick of Big Star Game. <laughs> no, actually, I think that would be a fun turnaround where you become like this Uber fan. Oh, it'll happen for and, two seasons. And I'm still like somewhat cynical about it. That could be that could be kind of fun. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. We're looking at seasons seven and eight for mm-hmm. that dynamic. But truth, but truthfully, fuck, that's mm-hmm. a that's a that's a deep question. I, I guess if you just started like just fucking off on every episode. Just being like, whatever, man. Like, I'm not talking about the show. I'm going to talk about my new jeans or. Yeah. Or wife swap. That that would make me reconsider our podcast partner relationship. Sure, 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 sure. So, our partner. Yeah. Yeah. That, that's about all I can really come up with. I'd be like, all right, come on, Sarah. Like, you know, this is serious business. <laughs> <laughs> You know, I also appreciate the only thing I got going in my life. Come on. (laughs) Same. Okay. So I also appreciate that you take this seriously because this is like my thing. If we don't do this for a week, I'm like, I don't do anything. (laughs) Um, So I, yeah, that's my answer, I guess. I guess for me, it would be like, if you just like consistently or even inconsistent, if you just started being like really mean to me. It started being like making fun of like if you started like making fun of me because I know I'm autistic now <laughs> or something really, really gross that you wouldn't do. Or if you started like being like, shut up, women don't know about that. If you started like telling me that start doing little gatekeeping or some shit like that. Yeah. If you got toxic in any way, I guess. Mm-hmm. Hard to imagine. Start, start, start downplaying the cuteness of your dogs. Yeah. Oh my God. <laughs> start telling, telling me my dogs were garbage dogs. Personally, I think they're trash. The trash. The dogs are trash and crusty. If you start calling them crusty, they're a little crusty. 
I mean, kind of cute, but a little crusty. Dogs. Little crusty white dogs. Look, a little crusty white dogs. I don't like their personality. <laughs> I, I don't even think that's cute as a joke. Did you? I like. I felt that. <laughs> so I think that is something that would be a problem. For me. <laughs> <laughs> because it's mean, though. No, I'd never say that about your your dogs. <laughs> I know. We all know about who, who your the dogs. asshole dog is. <laughs> <laughs> yeah mm. all right cool all right well we we know we both know where we stand now yes i feel i feel like i feel i feel closer uh, uh yeah yeah that's the point of that that card deck who needs a therapist just buy that you know deck all right well um we hope uh you listeners uh are comfortable are are comforted and also uh yeah you know uh check out our website the seven symbol.com all the podcasts are up on there and also of course on uh most podcast streaming apps apples mm-hmm. google play spotify etc and if you um, love our shit give us five stars on apple podcasts please it would be so dope it would make our day also if you have anything you want to say to us anything at all uh it doesn't even have to be podcast related you can email us at vertical watering hole at gmail.com and this is a special request because um i got an email from google about my google phone number and it was like yo if you don't use this phone number we're going to take it away from you someone please please just tell me about your day i give a shit like i'm a genuinely nice person so give a call at 425-610-6554. Our country code is one. Love to hear your voice. Yeah, that'd be great. Yeah, help us keep our phone number. <laughs> I mean, I called myself, but I, I'm not sure it worked. <laughs> thanks for listening, everybody. Peace out. Uh, thanks for joining us at the Vertical Watering Hole, and we will you will hear from us next time. Maybe we will hear from you this time. Yeah, yes, yes, please. We will defo talk about it if somebody contacts us, but unless you don't want us to. Please, please. We're not begging. No, uh, I mean, it's fine. We don't need like another segment. I can talk about anything forever. So we don't need you. We want you. Yeah. Bye. Bye.